0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode eight of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. And as I'm looking at my agenda, we have a lot to get through today. Like we actually have a lot to get through from UFC, boxing, to the NBA, NFL, MLB, college ball, NFL, MLB, NBA, college. Hey, (laughs) nah, man, but for real. We got a lot to talk about today. I'm I'm excited to get through everything. Hopefully we can get through everything, honestly, because, you know, I don't want to I don't want to take too much of your time. You know, I don't I know y'all don't want to listen to me for an hour. You know, I, I want to keep it short. You know, I, I want to keep it under 45, hopefully. But, you know, if you got to hear me for an hour, then you got to hear me for an hour. Just, you know, bear with me. At least I'm entertaining. You know, I'm not about to be on here. Uh, like your professor, you know, putting you to sleep. You feel me? So, yeah, we're going to get right to it. So let's do it. Oh, that's a bar. I got to I gotta start writing this stuff down. <laughs> I would like to start the show off by talking directly to John Root. John, you should be ashamed of yourself. And not even just John, but the Raiders organization should be ashamed of themselves. They gave this man the entire, the entire bank. They backed up the Brinks truck. They they emptied out the, the baby's college funds. They took away the baby's financial aid. They gave that man millions, big millions over 10 years, right? They think they thought he was going to come in and bring back some of that early 2000s magic. And they were wrong. This is this is I love John Gruden. Right. I'm a big John Gruden fan. Uh, I was a fan of him when he was in the booth. You know, I was too young to know, you know, John Gruden as a coach. But, you know, you go back and you watch like NFL films and you see, you know, oh, John John Gruden was a great coach, you know. With the Raiders and then when he won with the, the Bucks. Okay, but I am old enough to know that those mid 2000s Bucks teams were terrible. And I do remember that John Gruden was that was the coach. So going off of that memory, in 2018, is John Gruden really fit to be a head coach? Like, do you guys understand how much the game has changed? Since John Gruden was successful in the NFL, not even just time, like, you know, time has changed. He's older, like, the players are older. No, no, no. Like, the speed, the the actual game of football has changed a lot since John Gruden had a headset on. And I think he didn't understand that. I really think he underestimated this. You know, I, I really think this is, like, Honestly, I really think they thought this was just some like nostalgia act, bro. I just, I just don't see how you you think John Gruden is your coach in 2018. It's sick. It's sad, and I really feel bad for the Raiders fans, especially the ones in Oakland, with the team leaving, and you guys about to get left with with this bad seat. They're one in five. They just lost to the Seahawks, twenty seven to three. But but Gruden, this reminds me of what Chip Kelly did to the Eagles. You know, he came in there, it was a nice a nice, you know he came to the hotel room. This is basically what we did. He came to the hotel room. Nice hotel room. Uh big king size bed, nice view, big TV, you know. The the maids had just cleaned everything up, so when he got there it was perfect. And then when he got in there he threw a big party and had liquor everywhere and 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 strippers and and people from all over the you know it was a big party and they messed the hotel room up they messed the hotel room up the TV broke the 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 uh the big lamp the lamps the chandeliers on the floor uh is bottles everywhere he made a mess that's what Chip Kelly did when he became the Eagles head coach Shady's gone DJ's gone ruined everything and that's exactly what John Gruden's doing. John Gruden, see this see John Gruden, he came to a bed and breakfast. You know, he came, it was it was nice and early. He came to a bed and breakfast. You know, he came there, nice, nice, comfy, cozy place. It's real quiet. You know, he came in there, and you know, what did he do? He turned on some heavy metal and just started making a bunch of noise. Started making a bunch of noise. He went to breakfast and was like, I want more pancakes. Take these back. He 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 made a ruckus. At the bed and breakfast. He traded Khalil Mack. He's talking about trading Amari Cooper. And now, you know, the rumors now it's like everybody's available. And honestly, if everybody's available, if I was their car, get me out of here. Please get me out of here. Because I don't know if I want to die for this team anymore. Not die, you know what I mean. But I don't know if I want to, you know, risk it all for this team anymore. This isn't the same team that was rallying around me before I got hurt that year. This isn't this is way different, bro. John Gruden made a mess. They're one and five. The Raiders were not this bad. The Raiders were a solid team a season ago. And I, I feel bad for the fans. They've been dealt a, a bad hand. John Gruden, this is all on you. I don't care. This is this is John Gruden's fault. They're calling for his head. Rightfully so. And, you know, to be frank, he should have stayed in the booth because I liked him on Monday nights and I like, you know, his, his quarterback sessions. But. Boy, did he drop the ball with this one. This is not 2002, Chucky. This is not 2002. Well, well, would you look at that? I was right once again because of what am I wrong? <laughs> Never. Um. The Patriots did, as I said they would do last episode, and they ended the Chiefs' undefeated season, and the Chiefs are now 5-1. and one. That was a great game. That was a great Sunday night game. I enjoyed every bit of it. I enjoyed it all. It was a great game, great back and forth, but it it did show you some things. Neither of these teams can play great defense. They have a great offense. But they can't play great defense. And then they say defense wins championships. But I wouldn't I can you never can count Brady and the Patriots out because you know how they go. Now that goes, it can be December and somebody from the practice squad just happens to be the shutdown corner or something, bro. You know how they operate. Now I I will never count the Patriots out. But the Chiefs are not going, they're not going far. They're not going far. They're gonna have a good run. They're not going to see Super Bowl. Not with that defense, they won't. Not with that defense. Great offense, though. Great play calling by Andy Reid. That was a great game. Uh, they just gave Brady too much time. Just gave him too much time. With the ball on those last couple possessions. And it was a good game. And I think we might see that again. That, that could very well be the championship game, maybe. Depending on how that, like, you know, seeding and stuff. But... I think we might see that one one more time in January, for sure. I would like to see it one more time, and more than likely it'll be in Foxborough, and that that'll be a problem as well. We know how hard it is to win up there <laughs> in January. It seems like only the Ravens have figured that out. Um, you know nothing but respect for Mahomes. homes. He played a great game against Brady, but he didn't. They didn't get him. You know they didn't get him. So, topic of discussion of this week has been about Brady's uh, touchdown <laughs> that he ran there, but I was really surprised that he did that. Now I watched this play. I watched this play before I actually uh before I started the segment. I watched the play again with the rookie uh who had had the sack, but let Brady go, and he ended up scoring. Now a lot of people are saying that the you know general consensus is that he let him go because he wasn't trying to get a flag. He thought you know he he thought he uh, threw the ball and he let up. Honestly, I don't believe that. I don't, I, I don't, I don't believe that. I really think he just gave up on a play. It looked like he thought he had him. Like he thought what he did was enough to get Brady down. I think he underestimated Tom Brady. Honestly, I really think he thought he did enough for a set. It didn't look like he let up. It looked like he gave up on the play, and Brady got away. Okay, cool. If you want to make him the scapegoat, or you want to, you know, play De- devil's advocate and say that. He let up because he didn't want to flag. Okay, cool. What about the rest of the defense? Bro, Tom Brady was not moving that fast. He was not moving that fast. He he wasn't. Somebody should have crashed down on that immediately. As soon as he got past line script, somebody should have been on that. No way you let Tom. 41-year-old Tom Brady flexing on the gram after every game, diving you in the end zone and score. That's what y'all let happen. Then y'all let him score the game, get the game, win the drive. That boy Gronk, that boy Gronk's serious. Boy Gronk was just stiff on me. Get off me, son. Uh, but the Patriots are great. Like I said, they would be when everybody got back. Edelman's great. Gronk's great. Sony Michelle, shh, that boy the truth. I'm trying to tell y'all that boy the truth. And Josh, and then you got Josh Gordon. Bro, the Patriots have one of their best offenses in the league. But when don't they, you know? So that right there is scary for the AFC and the NFL, but it's very scary for the AFC because, you know, it's it's not a lot of teams that are going to be able to stop them. And I really think at this moment, at this moment, the only team that has a chance to get the Patriots out of there in January is the Ravens. Crucify me all you want. Bro, the Ravens have one of the best defenses in the league in the AFC. The Jags have already... Hey, I'm already done with the Jags. I've I've mentally checked out on the Jaguars. I'm not even trying to keep up with them anymore because they have disappointed me. I'm very disappointed in the Jaguars' defense. Very disappointed. I'm not really surprised at Blake Bortles because I don't know what was in... You know, I don't... I didn't really have any high expectations for him. But I've I guarantee that any other quarterbacks, like everybody's been saying, any quarterback that uh, Jalen had uh, had bars for, I bet he wish he had him now. That's that's just similar as that, bro. Blake Bortles is not going to get you far, and he can barely win you a ball game. Y'all better get John Gruden on the horn and see if he'll trade you uh, Derek Derek Carr because yeah, that's a wrap. But back to the Pats. Oh yeah, the Pats and the Ravens. Yeah, I think the Ravens have the best shot of taking him out. Um, with that being said, Brady, great game. That was just good football, bro. Good football from Brady. And, you know, it just shows he is the elite. You know, he's one of the elite. Like, he, he is just Tom Brady. Whether you love him or hate him, it's Tom Brady. One of the greatest to ever do it. And that takes, you know, a lot, you know, to do, to play at that level for such a long time. Cause you know, it's like people are waiting for the drop off. People are waiting for we've we've been seeing it for the past three years. Oh, is Brady done? Oh, is it over for for Check and uh Brady? What do they do? They go to the Super Bowls, they won one. It's just like, bro, I don't I don't know when the drop off's coming. I don't know. I don't see it coming. Uh but yeah, great showing, and we were really blessed to watch Brady on Sunday night. And then Rodgers on Monday night. All oh, right. Let's talk about that Monday night game. It was a very, very interesting game. Way more interesting than I thought it would be. Uh, I didn't think that 49ers were going to show up the way they did. And CJ, that boy showed up. He had a, great, he had a good game. You know, up until, you know, it was no interceptions up until the end. And uh, he played good. Well, the Packers made him look great. Honestly, that defense is just very suspect when they when they are suspect, but when they play, they play good though. Like they're suspect, but they can make plays, and that's what I tell people. When you got a quarterback like Rodgers or Brady, your defense doesn't have to be great; they just have to be good. They don't even have to be good; they just have to make one or two plays to stay in the ball game. It's one or two plays. That's it. And the interception at the end of the game was that was it. You know, you give you give Rogers back the ball and you go you drive down the field, and you and you win. A big ups to Mason Crosby for for the big bounce back, no misses, fifty plus. You know, he, Mason's back for sure. Mason's back and the game winner. Mason's back. Um, let's look at some numbers for Monday night. Rogers with four hundred twenty five yards, two TDs, and. Devontae Adams, 132 yards, two touchdowns. Jimmy Graham had 104 yards. MVS had 103. And uh, f- first of all, Marquise Goodwin is fast. That boy is fast with 126 yards and two TDs. Bro, he's fast. That's all it was was speed. He did Jermon Williams dirty. He did him. Dirty, had him out there looking for directions. My God, great game though on both sides. Oh, speaking of numbers, uh, Aaron Rodgers, back to back games for four hundred plus yards, multiple touchdowns, no picks. Nobody else did that. Twelve did. Shout out to him. Uh, Devonte Adams is tied for number uh number one rece- receiving touchdowns. Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah, he's leading the league and He's tied for leading league in touchdowns with six touchdowns, and he's six most receiving yards, if I'm not mistaken. I'm a, hold on, let me see, hold on. I don't want to lie to you. Uh, I never want to lie to you, people, you know. That, that'll that be the last thing that I do. I, I do not want to lie to you all. Oh. Okay, yes, I was correct. Six most in the NFL, 557 yards receiving. That boy's a touchdown machine for some respect on his name. Now, what we saw on Monday night was just, just Aaron Rodgers' greatness, man. It's, Running the ball, uh, in the pocket, dancing with it with the bad knee, and just making throws. That last drive, bro, I was just sitting there in, in amazement, in amazement, like no way, he's making these throws, these back shoulder throws on the sideline to rookie receiver. <sighs> Rogers was dicing him, up, dicing him up, dicing him up. It's too much time in the club. Um, you know, it, it's just like games like that. You have to see, you can't miss that. You can't see the highlights of that. It's Aaron Rodgers, bro. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback ever. I say best, best because I'm talking about greatest, you know, we talking about rings, you know, that's, that's the first thing people want to say. We, you know, you talk about Brady and Rodgers rings. Okay, cool. That's a team accomplishment. That's greatness. You got that Brady has Brady's got the rings. That's fine, but you want to talk about pure talent? Best Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers makes throws that Brady dreams about making. Makes plays that Brady dreams about making. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I have ever seen with my two eyes, bro. I I just don't understand how you cannot agree with that. And and you know. People, was, people were trying to, in my mentions, talking about uh, it was the 49ers defense. Okay, Brady just played the Chiefs defense. That defense isn't good at all. Neither, so, like, what do you want to do? Like, I, it, you know, don't don't kate for one and not care for the other. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, it, you know, they played the same defense. Like, the defenses aren't good. But you're not going to tell me that they're not going to perform. Brady... Brady did his thing. Rodgers did his thing. You know, you can't take that away from them. They did their thing. Rogers just—he just, just did it a little better. No timeouts. Used his legs. Got him down the field for the win. Six seconds. He looked like he wanted to. Uh, didn't he want to leave it up to Crosby? It looked like he wanted to do it himself. Definitely wanted to go for six. Uh, you know, great game. Monday night. Great Monday night. Great Sunday night football. Uh, it was exciting. I enjoyed both games. And uh, you know, just you know, basketball's here now, and you know that's what the TL was excited about these past couple nights. But I was still reeling from the Sunday night, Monday night football games. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Aaron Rodgers, the boy, the truth, that boy, the truth. <laughs> okay, we might as well you know stay on pace and. Keep it with the NFL talk and get right into the pick four for week seven. Uh, let's see, we got a couple of good, good, good games this week. Um, I'm excited about the Pats and the Bears. The Patriots are going to Chicago this week. We'll go see Khalil Mack and the boys. And this is going to be a good game. It's going to be an interesting game. And the Bears defense—they just have to—they have to play football. They're going to have to play football. And Mitch. Is going to have to try his best to keep that offense out on the field for as much as possible. And, you know, limit Brady as much as he can to have possessions. And they're going to have to just keep the ball. They're going to have to play keep away. Um, You know, I know they have a great defense, but uh, it's Tom Brady and the Patriots, ladies and gentlemen. And I see the Patriots coming out of that game with the W. Uh, Who else do we have this weekend? Oh, the Saints. The Saints are going to Baltimore this week. That's going to be an interesting game. The Ravens have been giving up a second half touchdown, and their defense is coming off of an 11-sack week, 10 or 11-sack week, and they're on fire, and they're going to see Drew Brees coming off a bye, and he's hot too. So I don't know. This, this, this is the toss-up for me. This is a toss-up game of the week for me. Like, I don't know. Who's gonna win this game? But you know, I gotta pick. I don't have a choice. Hmm. I think Drew Brees is too much for the Ravens this week. I think Drew Brees breaks that streak, and I think Drew Brees and the Saints win this ball game. All right. Who else do we have? Um. Oh, the Cowboys and the Redskins. This is interesting, actually, because Cowboys are playing. Okay football. And so the Redskins and it's, you know, the, the division matchup. Um, it's gonna be interesting. But I think the Redskins come out of this game. It's a home game, and I really I think they'll play well. I think AP will play well. I think Alex Smith will play well. And uh yeah, I think the Redskins come out of that one with the dub. And then the last game we got, well not the last game of the week, but you know, the last game I'm picking for the pick four. <laughs> um the Bengals and the Chiefs. It's it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a shootout between Andy Dalton and Pat Mahomes. And it's, it's just going to be a shootout because neither of these teams have defense. This They might score on both sides. They might score up to 40-some points, really. And I think the Chiefs win somehow. I think the Chiefs will win a close game, like, like 45 to 42. Like, bro, it's going to be a high-scoring game. That's the last, that's just how I was going to go. But that's the pick four for the week. We're almost halfway through the NFL season. It's moving fast. It is moving fast. Okay, let's talk a little boxing. So, uh, Canelo Alvarez has a fight coming up in December, and it'll be his last fight on uh, HBO Boxing, because, you know, as we know, HBO's done with boxing after this year. And, um... Yesterday, he became the richest, wasn't the, he had the, he has now the biggest contract in history. So he signed in, uh, what's it, what, five-year, 11-fight deal worth over $360 million with, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this company. I don't know if it's an acronym. So I'm just going to call it DAZN, the new streaming uh, company where, where the boxing will be and I really thought that was an interesting move because that's where Golden Boy is going. And I really thought it was an interesting move, being as though you know Canelo's a free agent and Showtime's a uh, big, huge. And I just thought it was surprising that he went with the new guys, but then I thought about it. Actually, my mom brought this up to me. Uh, you know this this new startup, these this new streaming uh, site. They have the money right now, and they know that this is a good investment and they'll get it all back because it's Canelo and, they, and and that'll attract more big stars. So, you know, now Showtime's got a new opponent. Showtime's got a new opponent. DA, DAZN is here now. They have arrived. They have Canelo Alvarez and they have arrived. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes because I don't know like if they're gonna still do pay-per-views or you have to like stream it on it. I have to look that up. I haven't really done my research on the uh on them yet, but I just think it's interesting. Um what else? Oh, this weekend, past weekend Terrence Crawford won his fight. And uh honestly, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed. I don't understand why people think he's the pound for pound best boxer in the world. I don't believe that. I truly believe that Lomachenko is, and that, and not, and it's not close. Uh, Crawford, yeah, he's undefeated, but it wasn't impressive to me. You're fighting a guy with virtually one leg, because, you know, kid got shot in his knee two years ago and, you know, it's still bothering him, and he really wasn't moving around or not. And you take 12 rounds to knock him out. That's not impressive to me. That fight should have been over, been over, way before that. That wasn't impressive to me. He's not that fast. Um, I think Errol Spencer get him out of there if they have, if he ever fights him because I know he don't want to see that he don't want to see him. Damn, he don't want to see it. Errol Spencer get him out of there, bro. Easily, Errol Spencer get him out of there. I I I'm not really a Terrence Crawford fan. Like, yeah, I just don't see him. He's not that great to me. He's not that special to me. He's just a guy with belts and an undefeated record. Honestly, that's how I feel about him. I think Errol Spencer give him more than a run for his money. Errol Spencer get him out of there. Uh, so yeah, that's that. Um, what else is going on in the boxing world? <sighs> Here we go again. So, Habib was with uh, Ellerby and uh, Leonard Ellerby was that last couple weeks ago, last weekend, uh, calling out Floyd or whatever. And you know, I thought it was a joke, but Floyd said, you know, he'll he if he'd fight and blah blah blah. And honestly, Floyd just needs to sit down. Come on, Floyd. Come on, Floyd. It's a as a real boxing fan. I didn't even like the McGregor thing, but that was going on for so long. It was like, whatever, let's do it. It's, it's never happened before. Let's let's do it. It shouldn't be happening again. Like, there's no reason for this. No reason. He shouldn't even be fighting Pacquiao if that's even going on. Floyd, you've done enough. Sit down. Enjoy your wealth. Enjoy your children. Enjoy the money team. Enjoy your promotional company. Enjoy vacationing because that's all you do. That, that boy everywhere. But come on, bro. There's no reason for that. Please stop. Please. Can we please not let that happen? Good, good grief. Um, this uh, where are we at? We're still in October. Uh, December is gonna be a good month for boxing. We got a couple big fights in December, and um, yeah. So I mean, I I'm just interested for Canelo's last fight on HBO. Uh, he's facing a very tall opponent, so that's coming. We got Wilder versus Fury. That's coming. I'm excited about that. So yeah, boxing fans, you know, we just got to hold on for, you know, a couple more weeks until some more good fights come. You know, oh yeah, some women boxing. Some the ladies are coming as well. Yes, yes, yes. Boxing is just in such a it's in good shape, you know. It's in good shape. I'm excited. Uh so yeah, that's all for, I got for boxing. That's all I got. Um before I wrap up, I just want to say that uh fans need to check themselves. You guys pay money. We, we pay money to go to these stadiums and watch these athletes play. First of all, that's a privilege. Um you pay money to get these great seats for those that get great seats. You don't throw you don't throw beer on people. You don't throw beer on people, you don't throw beer on anybody, but you should throw it on an athlete. And if that was me, if I was Tariq Hill. Oh, it'd have been looking like uh, Ron Artest going after people because no, you're not gonna throw a beer on me, bro. That's gross. That's disrespectful. That's like spitting on someone. Honest, I'm gonna throw a beer on him because he scored on your team. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. That's just disrespectful. Okay, cool. You giving you can flip flipping me off. That's one thing. I don't mind that. That's that's normal. Okay, you're that's normal. You feel me? But to throw a beer on somebody, and I'm glad they banned that fan, um, whatever they're doing. You know. And, I, you know, I just hope he gets, you know, the adequate punishment for whatever he's, you know, they're going to try to do. But, man, just terrible. Just classless and tasteless, to say the least, because I could say more. Um, I could say more, but I won't. Um, so that's that. Um, what else? What else? So next week, we're back on for episode nine. I'm back for episode nine. And oh, by the way. Now on Apple podcast Woo! I gotta get like a sound button, like so I can you know have sounds in the background, like clapping and stuff. I gotta do that. And I know Amazon will have it for sure. Uh, but yeah, we're on Apple, I'm on Apple podcast now. So, uh, if you have you know iPhone, my iPhone users, if you don't want to use Spotify or Anchor, uh, just. If you don't have the podcast app on your phone already, you know, get that from the iTunes store and then you search up Electrify, blah, blah, blah. Make sure you give me five stars. Make sure you drop reviews. Make sure, please, when I drop, when I drop these episodes on Electrified Pod Twitter, even if you don't follow it, please retweet it. Every retweet counts. Like my tweets. Retweet the links. Retweet my drops. Don't act like you don't see it because I know you do. Even when I retweet it three times a day, make sure you retweet my links, bro. I don't care. You do not know who's watching or who wants to like you don't know, bro. Retweet. Retweet. Alright? I'm I'm a, I'm finna start a campaign. Hashtag retweet electric <laughs> No 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 no. I'm not dead serious right now. Retweet. I need my views. Get I need to get my views up. Alright? Okay. Okay, okay. You want to you want to help me out? Okay. Okay. Alright. You don't want to help me? Alright. Okay. I'll show you. Not for real, <laughs> Keep retweeting, man. Keep supporting the boy. I appreciate you. I appreciate the feedback. Uh, I really do. I uh, love the support, man. Just keep listening. That's all. Just keep listening. All right? But uh, that's about it. And uh, back next week, same time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been Electrified.